democratic response manufactured. This is a manufactured crisis and a crisis that uh, manufactured by the Trump administration. Manufactures crises. The president has manufactured a crisis. And the fact is, President Trump must stop holding American people hostage, must stop manufacturing a crisis. That's very different. Never mind. Welcome, Kate Daly Show. Yeah, huge reversal today. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. They uh, they hit the headlines. Uh, they were all they were all using the same phrase, you know, and uh, and of course uh, about the border and. Now they're in a, a stunning reversal, just stunning. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You really can't make this up. Uh, so all of them decided, all of them. I mean, it just so happened that all of them said, never mind. We, we didn't actually mean that. Um, so there probably is a problem at the border. Wow. I mean, look how long it took them to get to, you know, to get them to say that. Wow. Uh, and we'll discuss that, too, in today's show, uh, exactly why they had to do the studying reversal uh, and why they all changed their mind in lockstep in the same five minutes. Interesting. Um, so we'll get to that. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Glad that uh, you're listening in. Go to katedalyradio.com for um podcasts of the show and i also have wonderful sponsors there and support the sponsors they support the show and uh, i always appreciate you doing that because it means a lot and i'm not going to talk about them unless i i think they're pretty darn amazing so it takes a lot for me to talk about uh, somebody actually so um i just want to encourage you to do that and uh and help support this broadcast every day would really appreciate that um and you know hats off to canyon for uh for hosting the show and uh canyon Media and uh, and of course uh, to all of you for listening in from all over the country, uh, even Canada right now. I, I love that. I think it's great. And um, so thank you for that. I really appreciate the ongoing support uh, tonight. Um, there is a meeting. Uh, let's see. Um, let me get to this. <laughs> I just lost my screen. Oh, I just love it when that happens. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, tonight, there's a, a city meeting in Washington regarding the budget. And, uh, and that is at 6, uh, let's see, 6 p.m.? Yes. Yes, we got the Democratic uh, thing wrong like yesterday in, in the last part of yesterday's show. Uncle Milty was thinking it was Wednesday yesterday. And so um, it is, in fact, in fact, tonight. Uh, so just to clear that up, if anybody was confused, I certainly was. So was Uncle Milty, to be honest with you. And uh, I had seen a headline, too, that actually made it look like it was last night. So I didn't really think twice about it. But it is tonight. And uh, wow, what a circus that's going to be. Um, also on Saturday, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that uh, at Dixie Tech this Saturday uh, in the auditorium and lobby, uh, there'll be an open house at one o'clock and town hall meeting at two o'clock. This is up at the old airport. And uh, this is going to be so one o'clock open house, two o'clock town hall meeting this Saturday on uh, on the fact that uh, legislators, uh, a lot of them, not all of them, a lot of them would like to be on board passing this uh, crazy, crazy service tax and getting people uh, taxed for everything from your you know the guy that the kid that mows your lawn to the babysitter to uh, to everybody uh, that does a, a simple service. Uh, it really can impact our lives in a in a in a horrible, horrifying way. And so I would actually encourage you to go and and uh, and attend if you can be part of that conversation. I think it's a worthy conversation for sure. And that's Saturday. And so um, let's just uh, let's let's give your opinion. You know, you're able to give your opinion to Utah lawmakers about the future of taxation in the state. Um, so many things are already done that I'm hoping that's not one of them. Um, I'm hoping that they actually are going to listen to people, that the very people that elected them, the people that they promised. I'm hoping, just crossing my fingers here and hoping that that's the case. Um, it isn't always. And so that's what's so disturbing. It's why we need to uh, constantly be flushing government out um, and make sure that we're taking in those that that know what they're doing. Just like yesterday's show, you know, there are qualifications to do that. I know people don't think there are because for some reason it wasn't outlined or you don't have to go 
to uh, college for it. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why people think that, but they think there's no qualifications. Anyone that you think is a good person can be uh, in charge of your liberty, but not so. Not everybody has that that. Uh, understanding and the backbone and the courage to do what's right and and stand against people even when you're not giving them their goodies and they're mad at you to do what's right anyway and uh, maybe not go along with the rest of the councils or I don't know maybe go not go along with the mayor every five seconds it seems like everybody's in lockstep kind of like the Democrats on the border and they all change their mind at the exact same time in the exact same day after they've been touting this this really stupid narrative about the border. It's manufactured. It's all made up. It's created. It's a temper tantrum. Um, and they all knew it was that was false, but they did it anyway. And they did it in lockstep, which should tell you a lot about who's bought and sold when they can't speak up against the person that, um, that uh, of course, they can. Of course, they can speak up, but they don't. And that's what's so bothersome. Um, so tonight, there's a, a city meeting on the budget. And uh, I've never seen a budget go down, but you are... Uh, definitely um, invited to go and and tell them what you think um, about the budget uh, in Washington City upping over, geez, 20, uh, uh, $20 million from just a few years ago. That's disturbing. $25 million from a few years ago. That's a lot of money, folks. That is a lot of money for a little, 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 little city. A tiny, tiny little city. My gosh. Uh, 76 million to be exact. So, and it really did fall for several years with only like a, uh, they had a three, they had a three, $3 million increase. And then they, um, they actually went back down a uh, 3 million and now they're up whew, quite a bit. And they're justifying all the projects. So we need to keep our eye on that because they'll always justify the projects. They'll always find room to do that. They'll always say to you, well, we need this. And I, I, I don't think they ever ask themselves, uh, that, you know, do we actually need this and should we actually be paying for it? And is it our, is it our right to do so? So there's that. Um, in lieu of that, can I just mention something? Um, Cedar Breaks. Cedar, <laughs> Cedar Breaks. Cedar Breaks is replacing an old log cabin with a $1 million visitor center. Yeah. Cedar Breaks National Monument. They're finalizing plans for that. A new visitor station to replace the small cabin they've been working out of for nearly 50 years. Okay? And they're justifying a million-dollar growth and reform on that. Why? Is that going to make people go there? Is that the point? I'm not quite sure what the point is. Um, they're saying that they've been providing visitor information out of this 650-square-foot ranger station um, at Point Supreme since 1972, and the cabin only has room for a, a small—see see how they phrase this—only has room oh, for a, a small book sale area, one exhibit, and a handful of people. Did you know that that's all you need? <laughs> I don't know why we do this. I remember Washington City, uh, we'd never had an attack or, or any kind of real fear uh, in regards to the police station. And all of a sudden, you're looking at a $5 million project to shore up security. And I'm going, well, we didn't. Why? We didn't even have anything that would uh, that would point to the fact that we would need that. Yet, somehow, some way, it was justified. $5 million, shore up security. Oh, we feel safer now. Feel safer from what? From what? Anyway, this is the same kind of thing to me. Um, so uh, it says that the park has struggled to provide for its nearly 700,000 annual visitors. But for 50 years, they did just fine. Hmm. And now they're struggling. Now they're struggling. So uh, it says on a busy summer day, you know, people might have to actually wait in line. Oh, man. So, you know, they said most people stick their head in. And uh, see that it's packed shoulder to shoulder, and they just leave, and they don't leave with our pamphlet. <laughs> um, who cares? And uh, I don't think I've ever actually been to a visitor center at a park. I think I pretty much whiz right by, but maybe maybe there are people that stop. I don't know. I'm sure there are. That's okay. And so it's a bad thing that they might have to wait in line a little. It's a bad thing that they might leave and not want the paperwork that. You guys printed up and decided that they needed. I mean, I, I guess <clears throat> is it just me? Maybe. I just think that uh, they determine, and this is the problem with government. They determine that you know our building's a little crowded. It's kind of like uh, uh, the city of Washington. 
our our building just it's a little crowded we've hired too many people we have too much government we need a bigger building with bigger offices and a nice state of the art nice state of the art building can you go lease another building that's already existing mm, we'd like a 15 million dollar building not a 5 million not an 8 million not a 10 million not even a 12 million dollar we'll say what we need to say to the people that visit st george we need a $15 million building. That's what we need. We got so much government going on. We need a big, huge, state-of-the-art, exemplary building. Why? To show that we've arrived. We're there. We're golden. We're, we are the spokes building of St. George. Because, you know, when all those people, they come in to play golf or, or uh, you know, hike, the first thing they're thinking is, I got to check out the city building to see if it makes a statement. Then I think I'll stay a night. I know people have to be saying that left and right. Otherwise, what would be the precursor to a $15 million building? Can't imagine. Unless it's that. Because nobody cares what building they're in. Absolutely no one. No one gives a rip. <laughs> so, uh, except for them. And they have so much government going on and a lot of salaries and a lot of people. And they keep adding people. And my gosh, I'm sure the bigger office looks nice. And I'm sure the new office uh, desks and shelving and everything is probably really, really nice. But it's all of us paying for it. For what? So that people will think that we're that great that we have a 15 no you know what people are going to see let's hope how abusive that is to the taxpayers how abusive is that so uh yeah and then they say well we have to have this 15 million dollar building because you know growth and with growth comes more employees more salaries and more competition with capitalism how in the world are we going to do that without state-of-the-art offices you tell me anyway it's annoying it's really annoying. I can't even believe Cedar Breaks. Yes, we would like a $1 million <laughs> building now. We got we to gotta say something to those people coming. Yeah. And what we have to say is, look at us. We ripped off a million bucks from the people to present this thing to you so that you only have to wait in line for a minute versus 10. How lovely. Anyway, I'll be right back. Talk Tax Coalition for a minute and uh, some other. I want to ask you a question, too. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. We are speaking this afternoon with Mr. Andrew Reinhardt. And Andrew is with Wasatch Medical Clinic. And from what I understand, Andrew, Wasatch Medical has a breakthrough and scientifically proven treatment for erectile dysfunction, or ED as we know. And what's so interesting is the solution for ED does not require pills, injections, or surgery. Andrew, what can you tell us about this new treatment? That's right, Carl. It's called acoustic wave therapy. Now, the reason it's so breakthrough is because it's clinically proven and FDA cleared now to increase blood flow. So if you've got erectile dysfunction, what do you need more of? Well, you need more blood flow. And you said it. This will get you back to normal function in the bedroom with no medication, no surgery, no injection. So things will work like they used to in your younger years. Now, with this acoustic wave therapy, how many treatments and how long does this whole thing take? Great questions. The treatments themselves are about 10 to 15 minutes. They're totally non-invasive, just done right on top of the skin. You'll typically come into our clinic, let's call it a few times over a two-week period. What's so beautiful about this is it's not something you have to repeat, like the medication. You'll go for two weeks, maybe three weeks max, and you're done. That's it. It's a long-term fix. And what I'm liking about this is we're talking no needles, no knives, no surgery nothing like that. Yeah, totally non-invasive. You know, guys come to us and they say, I am so sick of the pills and the side effects, the headaches that I deal with. I have to pre-plan things. And, you know, the medication stops working after a few years anyway. If I could just find something that would get me back to a point where I didn't have to think about things, that's exactly what acoustic wave therapy with Wasatch Medical Clinic does. What kind of results now are you seeing with these treatments? 
Across the board, with many clinics across the country, we're seeing about an 85 to 90 percent success rate. Wow. That means that young or old and despite medical history, you can get back to normal. We see a lot of guys that have diabetes or high blood pressure. They're a little bit overweight. overweight. We can deal with that. This treatment will work for you. Okay. What's your special offer for our listeners today? Pick up the phone. Call us right now in the next three minutes. We will do a free assessment, free exam, free blood flow ultrasound with a medical doctor at the clinic right here in St. George. He'll go through your situation. It's totally free to those that call in. There's no obligation, no fine print. You can come in just if you're curious. Call now for that free exam, 435-922-7000, 435-922-7000. That's 435 435- 922-7000. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Are you tired of paying high fees and commission even when you lose your money? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Lyle Boss specializes in safe money accounts with guarantee of principal, guaranteed growth, and income you can never outlive. Safe money accounts can provide bonuses of up to 20%, participation in stock market gains, and minimum guaranteed growth of up to 7.5% for up to 20 years with a guaranteed lifetime income you can never outlive. Join Lyle Boss for the Safe Money Radio Show on KZNU every Friday at 5 to 6 p.m. drive time. You can also call Lyle Boss now for your free customized Safe Money Information Kit and a 115-page Safe Money book. Call 1-855-355-SAFE. That's 855-355-7233. Attention men struggling with erectile dysfunction. There is now a breakthrough long-term fix available here in St. George. It requires no medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right. No pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, which is exactly what you need if you have ED. With just a few short non-invasive treatments, you can get back to normal function in the bedroom without any medication, injections, or surgery. This is an absolute game changer, as it can lead to a complete reversal of ED. If you've been struggling with erectile dysfunction, call in the next three minutes and we'll give you a free evaluation, exam, and blood flow ultrasound done with a medical doctor. A $300 value. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free exam. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Put a stop to your ED. Call right now for your free assessment. 435-922-7000. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the King Daly Show. Packed me in his limousine, drove me to the other side. Devil cheated me, what a hell of a ride. He showed me good times, he showed me fun. He said, You can have all of this, son. All for nothing, all for free. Just sign your name on this dotted line for me. Whenever I think of taxes, I always think of this song. Why is that? <laughs> you tell me. Uh, DefendingUtah.org. Get over there. DefendingUtah.org. Uh, they are really changing how people understand what's going on in the legislature. Just like this tax coalition thing, uh, Defending Utah has put out some great pieces on this and also uh, how it's getting hijacked uh, by the fact that they want to tax all services now. You know, before you know it, you walk outside, there's a tax on breathing. I'm just saying. Uh, That's what we're headed to. And so uh, they help expose um, all those people that are trying to destroy liberty in um, the most covert ways. And they're also very influential in Utah politics, DefendingUtah.org. Go help them out. Go be a sponsor. Go uh, get their newsletter, at least, and uh, make sure that you're doing that. You get free front site time when you do that. So there's there's all kinds of benefits, actually. And uh, there's all kinds of DVDs, too. And they have some really new, wonderful ones that really can help you understand really what's going going on in Utah uh, for the cause of Utah. So uh, getting us back on track and how to be a legislative watchdog and how to be influential and effective. So uh, defendingutah.org, they're great. And uh, um, so 
let me a couple of things. So we had the, uh, and by the way, I was getting schooled, and I get it, on people go to the visitor center. I guess I'm just not one of them, but I understand why people go to a visitor center when they hit a historic place or, or a mountain or whatever. They want, they want to know the history, and uh, I love that. I love that. I think that's great. Um, I'm not, I wasn't really saying much about that as much as I was the fact that they do they really need a million-dollar building because people really don't want to stand in line for 10 minutes. I'm pretty sure that they're trying to justify a, a need in cedar breaks to go from a cabin that they've used for 50 years uh, to um, to that. So to a million dollar, a million dollar facility. Give me a break. I, these things are just, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's so epidemic. It, it's just, uh, it's everywhere. I don't know. How do you stop this rush of, you know, geez, how can we justify more and more spending? How can we do it? You know, it's it's insane how many little pet projects there are that have nothing to do with anything and everything to do with cheating the people out of their tax money. Um, and so that's why Saturday at uh, one o'clock open house, two o'clock at the old airport, uh, the Dixie Tech right there in the auditorium, right when you walk in the door, uh, two o'clock is a meeting where the legislators will be present. And uh, I know Sig Miller has been out there trying to educate people on this to get them to talk to the legislators to get them to say, please do not do this. Um, and so this is the, the opportunity to tell them what you think. And I love Sig Miller. I think Sig Miller stands for what is right. And uh, he's the only one I know that I see that doing that. And I, I really uh, give him a lot of applause for that. Um, another another thing, um, there was actually a mayor that decided to ban electric sco- scooters in Nashville. This was kind of interesting. Um, and uh, and he removed all the scooters because uh, they said after careful consideration, um, you know, they, uh, they're considering adding maybe a few back, but, but safety, accessibility, and things like that. You know, when we put money behind, and I know we did it in more of a covert way because we used another entity to do it, but when we give money as a, as a city, when we when we kind of help these projects, um, which we have no business doing because it's a it should be a capitalist only only uh, scooter business um, where they can come in and make a business for themselves and then they take all the liability and they take all those things. But here's the big problem. See, the mayor is banning it because they're involved with it. And it seems that we just keep dipping those toes into uh, into these modes of transportation, public transportation. Bikes failed. The bikes failed miserably. Have you seen an article about that? No, you won't. You won't see an article about that. They don't want to publicly tell you that they failed again at something because it's government doing it. Jeez, you don't want that cat out of the bag. Um, And so uh, we're taking on all these projects. And yeah, when there's liability like that, you know, I know with the scooters, if you take a hand off of that scooter, you might flip. I mean, they're they're not super stable. And so, you know, there's problems. There's problems. And people aren't uh, paying attention to that. Um, but uh, but that's why the mayor is 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 banning that because they're involved. They're involved, and that speaks volumes about government involvement into business and how it goes wrong. So I just wanted to uh, point that out. Hat tip to Milty on that one. And um, I also want to mention this because <sighs> this is such a touchy subject right now, um, and I understand when we when we started the show. And I'm going to do I'm going to probably talk about this in the last leg of the show today, too, because I want this with a national audience, too. But I really want you to weigh in on this and tell me what you think, because it can't just be me seeing this. And I know you you probably are, too. There was a picture that surfaced last night, and it was of the father and and the child with the child's arm around the father. And they had drowned in the Rio Grande. And. What I found, um, so how sad, right? And the the wife, um, you know, uh, was there to do a search party. Uh, it's kind of hard to understand what actually happened. It is because the the story was that the daughter went in and the dad went in after and then stayed and stayed stayed trying to get to the other side. Okay, that's the story that was given, and and this picture has surfaced, but the picture has been so politicized so politicized that it's beyond what the picture even represents now. I read a UK version of that photo and the UK version said, and I'm not kidding you, it said that the kids in detention centers weren't given nappies and weren't given um, uh, baths 
and it made it look like people were fleeing out of the detention centers to get back to the other side. That wasn't it at all. These were people that were trying to cross the border, uh, the Rio Grande, um, and uh, at a part uh, down by Brownsville, Texas, and drowned, which has been going on for eons. And it was interesting that they were making it about the detention centers and saying that it was because of policy. Let me give you a quote from the CNN article. For months, advocates have been warning that deaths at the border would increase as migrants are forced to cross in more dangerous areas by U.S. policies, you know, a.k.a. the administration, of course, that make it harder for those seeking asylum. See, now it's about seeking asylum to turn themselves in at the port of entry. Let me just let me just go here for a moment, because this is what I this is what I um, oh, I just find this so, so, so annoying. Um, the L.A. Times did an article and uh, the L.A. the L.A. Times article. Uh, let me pull this up. Um, the L.A. Times article was kind of interesting um, because it, it was back from 1994 and it was talking about people crossing the Rio Grande. And um, when it talked about it, it basically said that uh, they had so many people crossing. And, you know, obviously this was 25 years ago. And 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 so it was all about the fact that, yes, um, they're crossing and this is a, um, you know, people are dying like weekly. We have, uh, you know, weekly people, uh, you know, and, and here's one case. Uh, he was 20 years old. He died and and they're coming across and they're doing this. But uh, but again, this is because. You know, um, people want to come here. And so it had nothing to do with political reasons. It had it had everything to do with um, with basically just saying we have a problem because a lot of people are trying to get over this way. They've been trying to get over this way. Uh, In fact, in this particular week, uh, they had five that died, five people that died trying to get in through the Rio Grande. And um, one of the lines somebody used was um, it was a uh, it was a line because I found that same line in the article last night in the article last night. It was the uh, CNN article or it was talking about the fact that the mother said, I think what he must have thought was uh, was that uh, I'm sorry, three had died. Three had died back in 1994. Five have died this week. But every single week. You can count the number of deaths. We even had a, a death um, from a, a woman that was an American citizen going in the river because a lot of people go down that river, too. And so there was there's been a lot of instances, of course, of, of this going on. And so what I wanted to point out was the mother basically said, I think when he got in the water, he basically said to himself and to my daughter, we've come this far. We're going to go the rest of the way. Okay, And that's exactly the same exact line that they said in 1994 that somebody had said when they were drowning, that they had sort of said, this is what they were thinking and this is what they said. Uh, We've come this far. I mean, it's a pretty gallant statement. We've come this far. We're going to go. And I'm, I'm trying to be sensitive with this, but I, I did find that to be kind of strange that it was the exact same line from the L.A. Times article on uh, people um, uh, finding they called floaters, finding people in the river consistently, daily, uh, trying to pass through that Rio Grande. And for some reason now, this picture has become the pinnacle of what's wrong with the Trump administration as the Trump administration has been trying to uh, to say that, you know, we need a border, right? We need a border. And you go along with this manufactured crisis that Pelosi and Schumer and everybody have been talking about. And now we're at a point where now they've changed their mind because of the picture. And now they're saying, well, look at this. This is a crisis. Let's concentrate on this picture. And all I want to say about this is, In a sad case, and there's many of them, daily, monthly, yearly, and has been for decades upon decades upon decades, especially on the Rio Grande, we're now focused on this photo. For some reason, now it's this case is the one that's the the pinnacle for what's wrong with U.S. policy. 
this has this has been the case for years and years and years. They also had an article from 2014 showcasing the exact same thing, the exact same thing under the Obama administration. Did you know that they said nothing about U.S. policy in that article? Nothing. In fact, it was it was. Yeah, people are willing to do whatever they can to get here. And uh, and why they choose that route, I, I don't know, but they're choosing that route. They're that they're they're desperate. That's what it said. They're desperate to come. Now it's the focus is on the detention centers, the detention centers and what we're doing in U.S. policy. And and man, Trump, if you didn't want to build that wall, they wouldn't be drowning in the river. That makes no sense. They've been doing this for decades. We've had so many deaths. We've had so many deaths coming over the river that that is just it is something that happens. And so now they're blaming it on Trump, U.S. policy. And of course, it's caused the entire Democratic Party of robots and clown circuses to now change their minds. Obviously, now it's it's now it's a crisis because two people died. They don't want to recognize the thousands and thousands and thousands of other deaths, just these two deaths. And now this is a great time to get some votes because now after calling it manufactured, after they sent Jim Acosta down there where a wall actually is, and he goes, gee, it's tranquil. I know because there's a wall. Um, and I'll, after all of this in the press for, for two years, basically the last year, mostly, um, just haranguing the president over this and now all of a sudden they want to change their mind right before the election and you know use it in the debate they know that they're not going to get a lot of mileage out of tonight's debate because they're going to sound pretty ridiculous they have to know that in their head how contradictory they are and uh i just i just wanted to point out the other articles and the exact same sentences that were used just not politicized like it is today and uh, it's so sad for that family. I don't know why they would, you know, do what they did, but they did. Anyway, be right back. We are speaking this afternoon with Mr. Andrew Reinhardt. And Andrew is with Wasatch Medical Clinic. And from what I understand, Andrew, Wasatch Medical has a breakthrough and scientifically proven treatment for erectile dysfunction, or ED as we know. And what's so interesting is the solution for ED does not require pills, injections, or surgery. Andrew, what can you tell us about this new treatment? That's right, Carl. It's called acoustic wave therapy. Now, the reason it's so breakthrough is because it's clinically proven and FDA cleared now to increase blood flow. So if you've got erectile dysfunction, what do you need more of? Well, you need more blood flow. And you said it. This will get you back to normal function in the bedroom with no medication, no surgery, no injection. So things will work like they used to in your younger years. Now, with this acoustic wave therapy, how many treatments and how long does this whole thing take? Great questions. The treatments themselves are about 10 to 15 minutes. They're totally non-invasive, just done right on top of the skin. You'll typically come into our clinic, let's call it a few times over a two-week period. What's so beautiful about this is it's not something you have to repeat, like the medication. You'll go for two weeks, maybe three weeks max, and you're done. That's it. It's a long-term fix. And what I'm liking about this is we're talking no needles, no knives, no surgery, nothing like that. Yeah, totally non-invasive. You know, guys come to us and they say, I am so sick of the pills and the side effects, the headaches that I deal with. I have to pre-plan things. And, you know, the medication stops working after a few years anyway. If I could just find something that would get me back to a point where I didn't have to think about things, that's exactly what acoustic wave therapy with Wasatch Medical Clinic does. What kind of results now are you seeing with these treatments? Across the board, with many clinics across the country, we're seeing about an 85 to 90 percent success rate. Wow. That means that young or old and despite medical history, you can get back to normal. We see a lot of guys that have diabetes or high blood pressure. They're a little bit overweight. We can deal with that. This treatment will work for you. Okay. What's your special offer for our listeners today? Pick up the 
phone, call us right now in the next three minutes. We will do a free assessment, free exam, free blood flow ultrasound with a medical doctor at the clinic right here in St. George. He'll go through your situation. It's totally free to those that call in. There's no obligation, no fine print. You can come in just if you're curious. Call now for that free exam, 435-922-7000, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. Home Flooring Connection. Need a new floor? Call the expert. Home Flooring Connection. HomeFlooringConnection.com. Best Mattress, the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $1,500 on Serta, Beautyrest, and Sherwood. Free delivery and setup with the Best Mattress 120-day satisfaction guarantee. Why shop anywhere else? You may not know this, but U-Break iFix can help you save or even recover life's precious memories. That's right. No more worries about, oh no, my cell phone is broken, my photos, my contacts, my apps. Never fear. U-Break iFix will recover all of those precious memories. Visit UBreakiFix.com. Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. Attention men struggling with erectile dysfunction. There is now a breakthrough long-term fix available here in St. George. It requires no medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right. No pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, which is exactly what you need if you have ED. With just a few short non-invasive treatments, you can get back to normal function in the bedroom without any medication, injections, or surgery. This is an absolute game changer, as it can lead to a complete reversal of ED. If you've been struggling with erectile dysfunction, call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you a free evaluation, exam, and blood flow ultrasound done with a medical doctor. A $300 value. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free exam. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Put a stop to your ED. Call right now for your free assessment. 435-922-7000. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. show glad to have you uh right brothers make sure you get over there get your car uh fixed if you have any transmission brakes uh, alignment whatever the deal is but they're in fact they're fantastic on alignments they're known from all over uh for the perfect alignment uh make sure you get over to right brothers uh they can help you in every way uh with what's under the hood and they're very very good if you have air conditioning uh that you need fixed because you know it's sweltering out there you might want to get some help uh make sure you can get over there and uh the right brothers are great i've been using them personally with all my cars and um they've always always just been really honest. In fact, there have been times I've taken my car in, they're like, yeah, it wasn't much of a, a big deal at all. It was an easy fix. And, you know, you got to appreciate that about somebody that's willing to say that and uh, and care enough about your business that they're there to be honest. Uh, the number is 256-6593, 256-6593. They're just south of Costco. And uh, you can find them easily. Wright Brothers, big yellow sign. And they are really that good. So I trust them with my cars. Um I uh, really, really, truly, and they do it for a low price, which is awesome, too. Um, So I just I wanted to get your input on this because the um, the fact that we're seeing this picture and it's actually changed the whole echo chamber of the Democratic Party overnight is the death of a dad and a a child. And it's so sad. And and believe me, I'm not um, I'm a sense enough enough person to know how sad that that truly is, that people uh, would put themselves in harm's way um, and uh, and take that leap knowing that they can perish. Okay, I know that you know that and I know you probably feel the same way. Um, It's like Geez, don't don't try that because, you know, the chances of you drowning are going to be high. 
going across the Rio Grande, trying to enter our country that way. And we have so many deaths per year uh, coming in. And uh, the the coroners, they don't they don't do autopsies. They just bury them because they don't have any ID on them usually. And and so uh, we do have the ID pretty actually pretty quickly of the um, the dad and the daughter that uh, that died. Um, and so on the heels of that. This picture now is going to be the picture that everybody looks at for the border. They didn't for the last four decades because there's been lots of pictures like that. Now, all of a sudden, it's a, it's, it's a political movement now. And a lot of pictures in our past have become those political movements. And I, I want to point out just a couple of them because I think that if we really understand what's going on here, it's a little bit easier to, um, to kind of understand the, the bigger issue at hand. And when I say politicized before I go here, yes, we're talking hugely politicized right now. It wasn't as politicized before. In fact, when this happened under Clinton, when this happened under Obama, when this happened under Bush, uh, they expressed their condolences. The media pretty much never attributed it to the right wingers being mean or the or the administration. But in the articles that you're seeing right now, that's exactly what they're attributing it to. You awful, hateful right-wingers, you conservatives who want your wall, look what people, people are dying, and it's on your hands. And I, I for one, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to take that, sorry. Um, no, that is a, that's a choice somebody makes to do that. I understand there might be some desperation in that choice, but they still have other options. And it's up to them to exercise those options, quite frankly. I, I, if you're going to take a risk like that, you know, uh, then then, yes, you're going to take a risk and that not might not end up well for you. And I'm so sorry, but that's not on the shoulders of of policy. It has nothing to do with policy. And they are turning it into the detention centers being the problem in the UK. That's exactly what they're doing. They're 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 saying they weren't given baths. Um, that's actually not true, but they, that's what they're saying. So um, I just wanted to go over just a couple of pictures. Do you remember the Syria photo? The Syria. Well, actually, let's go back. Uh, the Serbian emergency shelter was actually showcased as a, Bos- a Bosnia- Bos- Bosnian refugee concentration camp on the cover of Time. It was actually a Serbian emergency uh, shelter. So they sold it as that. And it went out on Time magazine. Penny Marshall, no uh, affiliation with the actress, director. But uh, this 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 gal did this photograph, and they're behind chicken wire. Which chicken wire? I mean, it's so flimsy. I don't. But they but they did the shot behind chicken wire, and the guy looked like he was uh, starving. Well, he had a medical condition. Anyway, the photo was fabricated and became the photo for the Bosnian War. It became the photo in the 1990s for cause to uh, go in there. And I've done a whole show on what happened in that war and, and who we were blaming. And, and maybe we should we ought to take a second look at, at who we were arming. Um, there was another uh, photo, the Syrian, uh, the Syrian boy. Do you remember the boy in the ambulance? He's sitting in an orange ambulance, appears to be bleeding. And appears to have just gotten through something that would cause a lot of dust on him. Do you remember this photo? Well, this photo, um, actually, the father came out later, a couple of years later, and talked about the fact that the photo really wasn't exactly what you saw. Um, a little more staged for a photo opportunity. And there were a lot of people standing around this child, not giving medical care, but taking photos of this child as he was sitting in this orange seat. And I just wanted to make reference to the uh, first aid kit sitting next to him. It is not in, um, in the language of Syria. It's in English. Just wanted to point that out. This photo went viral and became the photo, right, uh, of, this, of the Serbian war and, or I'm sorry, of, the, of taking over Syria, okay, of taking over Syria. And Assad even said from the beginning, that photo was staged. That photo did not take place the way they're saying it took place. That little boy is actually fine. Um, there have been a lot of pictures with him and his father that have come out since. Um, but it was uh, definitely a strange photo. 
um, the white helmets. The white helmets, if you look at some of the photos that they used as they're rescuing kids, as they're, as they're bringing kids out of these buildings that are collapsing, which appears to have a lot of dust, they're wearing perfectly white shirts that aren't even touched and running toward the camera in a perfectly posed photo. Um, and the white helmets were actually the ones um, that were actually doing uh, a lot of the damage. In fact, uh, Tom Duggan, um, who I've uh, actually had on the show, um, is down on the ground, boots on the ground in Syria. And he said that the white helmets actually are the most overpaid um, medics slash uh, propagandists that you've ever seen because they have millions of dollars funding them. That's why they have all new brand new equipment and new T-shirts and new everything. But they actually uh, were used to come in and look like they were the good guy, but even has it on video where uh, they were attending to a gal's father who was dying and actually killed him right in front of her. And so you have a lot of conflicting stories is what I'm going to say about the white helmets and about Syria. But that, that picture was more or less staged. Do you remember the picture of the little boy that was on the beach that had died? Um, his name was um, uh, Alan, I believe. Um, and uh, they actually um, showcased that picture. The, the officers that found he and his brother, and they actually died, which is terribly sad. Um, they had been on a boat, right, with their mother, um, had actually ended up in a different area. And then the, uh, what, what, what one person was alluding to was, here is a picture of, of you know, him finding the, the kids. And then they moved that little boy to a different area where the picture would have a little bit more impact. And you have to wonder who is staging these photos and who is going to take the time to do something like that in that kind of moment. Isn't that kind of awful? But those pictures end up being the picture, right? That was the immigrant picture going over into Europe. That was the, I got to leave my country and I'm dying to get somewhere else photo. But it was, there was a little bit more uh, staged effect to that photo. President Bush put out a photo um, with the troops behind him in mass numbers, mass numbers. What's interesting about that photo is people started realizing that a lot of the, the soldiers in the back were um, copies of the other soldiers standing there digitally. The White House actually came out, apologized for the digital cropping and, and, uh, and, and enhancement of the photo and took it down off the White House website. They actually admitted it. That's rare. They usually don't. And so... As we look back, um, there was actually a widely shared picture claiming to be of refugees uh, attacking police with an ISIS flag. It actually was a protest from 2012, um, several years before uh, the rise of the so-called Islamic State. Um, there was a picture, a photo uh, that was relayed all over the world, and, uh, and they said it was an invasion of Italy. That was actually... That was actually uh, digitally enhanced, by the way. So we have a lot of photos like this. And I, there was also a picture of um, Aleppo. And uh, um, the picture was actually taken as a little kid running through what looked like a war zone. It was actually taken from a music video. So I just want to mention that, look, there's photo there's photos that are sent virally to depict emotion and depict you know uh, about a story and I think that we're pretty heavily manipulated with these photos and the photos a lot of them seem to be pretty manipulated themselves and I there's something very very wrong with that if we have to be using those kinds of photos to do that why do we need to be manipulated why do we need that and I'm not quite sure why. I don't know if there's an answer for that. Um, other than I think we usually have a little bit more common sense in, in, in saying, well, now, wait a minute, or we should. Um, what's really going on over there? Instead of jumping to a conclusion, because I can't even tell you how many people got angry. And of course, you're going to get angry when you see a, a, a photo uh, of a dead child. Who wouldn't? I mean, what, what wouldn't tug at your heartstrings? Because you don't want anything like that to happen. You don't want to see anyone go through that. But how are the pictures manipulated to provoke war, to provoke policy, to provoke those kinds of things? That's what I'm asking. And I think we need to be really careful when you put a lot of stock in a photo. 
um, like the father of that that little boy said, it got a, it got awfully political, awfully fast on that photo sent around of the boy in the ambulance. He said he cut his hair and had to actually change his appearance so that people wouldn't recognize him because he did not want him after that to, to then be the face of that because of what that had caused since. So I think we just I think that the object is be real careful about what we're putting stock into. But uh, but this photo now is going viral. This photo from yesterday that happened on Monday, it's going viral. And um, you're going to see a lot of people heave the responsibility on the hateful people of America and, of course, the administration and policy of the administration, which they have no business doing. It absolutely has no place whatsoever because they never did that before in any other administration. But they're doing it with Trump's administration. Now, all of a sudden, he's to blame and we're to blame. And if you didn't build a wall, they wouldn't have to go through the river now. Wow. If you don't build the wall, they don't have to go through the river. They... Anyway, they've been going through the river for a really long time anyway. So uh, that's a choice that people make. But I just wanted to point that out. I, I, I just think that we're in a time where I don't know how many people yet have realized how manipulated we've been. Um, and that, I think, is such a huge, huge problem. It's such a big problem. You know, when that Time magazine cover came out, um, you know, a lot of people didn't realize that at the time. It always comes way after. And by that time, it isn't the viral. It isn't in the moment of emotion. It isn't that opportune moment, right? And then everyone goes, oh, okay, well, on to the next. That was five issues ago. And and I, I think that's kind of sad that we, that we, I don't know, that we're not a little bit more um, careful careful in our in our belief in in what's being said and what's put what's pushed out there so um in the light of of headlines uh trying to again bring us into again another war i just want to remember how manipulated these photos actually get i'll never forget somebody had sent me the photo of the little boy on the beach and as sad as that is and how awful that is um i thought yeah that is the state of a lot of uh, chaos that's happened a lot of people are responsible for that chaos, and that is bound to happen. Yes, and it is very unfortunate and very sad, and it's bound to, it's bound to go on. But that isn't a reason to, uh, to provoke war. Um, it's, a, it's a reason to analyze what's going on and how it's coming along and who's responsible for that, for the initial. Um, just my thoughts, but I just wanted to share that with you because I think the amount of attention that's going to come down on, on conservatives and on the right for this even though it's been happening every year. Um, I don't know. You're just, I, I think we, we are going to see a lot more of that unfold this week, unfortunately. All right. Be right back with Melissa. I got Susan and uh, a lot of stuff going on today on the show. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Attention men struggling with erectile dysfunction. There is now a breakthrough long-term fix available here in St. George. It requires no medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right. No pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, which is exactly what you need if you have ED. With just a few short non-invasive treatments, you can get back to normal function in the bedroom without any medication, injections, or surgery. This is an absolute game changer. Weekday afternoons, rub shoulders with trusted voices of truth and insight. The American Mutso Show with Eric Mutsos. The Read Hour with Lawrence W. Reed. Loving Liberty with Brian Hyde. The Liberty Effect with Ammon Bundy. And Stranger Than Fiction with Ralph DeLugas. Right here on the Loving Liberty Radio Network.